0: Hello, my wonderful friend. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time B and a This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Creda, your host today. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll be very happy to have you for this uh, next hour uh, with us uh, listening to something very special which we prepared for you. And I would like to invite you to be part of this program right from the beginning. And uh, you can send us a text message with your thoughts, a comment uh, to the topic which we are going to address uh, talk about. And you can do that by um, texting us on zero four, triple eight, eight zero eight double one. Please don't be shy. Don't hesitate to be part of this program uh, today I'm very happy to have with me in the studio here today Tracy Papandreou It's our co-host And it's good to have you with us, Tracy
1: Hi Nick, and hi to the listeners
0: For those of you who may not uh, Heard Tracy before She's uh, a very passionate uh, lady to share Jesus Christ And she worships here in Adelaide, South Australia With Brighton Church
1: I do, I do. I'm
0: blessed. Anything uh, new in Brighton, uh, Tracy?
1: Well, I think um, Pastor Gary has been talking about our week of prayer that we've mm-hmm. got coming up, and it's not just our church, I think. I think there are other churches who, church who are doing it at the same time. So we're going to be um, starting tomorrow. We're going to be... All of the following week we're going to be getting together as a group and, uh, just focusing on some particular prayer points and, and just, uh, being a little bit more intentional about mm. our prayer as a, as a, as a church community. And so that's always a blessing. That's very good. Time.
0: Now uh, you are starting tomorrow because, um, yeah, tomorrow it's sabbath day and start in the morning but then we'll continue during the week some of the days during the week yeah
1: yes uh, yes will that
0: be in the evening or uh, in the
1: evening at 7 p.m
0: 7 p.m in the evening yes all right because uh, gary also it's inviting um, our listeners to join on zoom if uh, if anyone uh, likes to be part of the week of prayer, and mm-hmm. that will be every day, 7 o'clock in the morning, for mm-hmm. half an hour, 7 o'clock in the morning. And if you would like to be part of that, please don't hesitate to contact Gary uh, on Aussie Prayer uh, Network uh, at gmail.com. And he will send you the link, the Zoom link, um, if you want to be part of that. And that will happen every morning for the whole week, starting tomorrow morning at 7 a.m.,
1: and Nick, can I ask, is that Aussie A U S S I E or Aussie O Z Z I E? That's a very good um, question. We because,
0: may need to ask uh, Gary with because, that. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, we're
1: giving that out and we might have, um, we might have the listeners being a little bit confused about that. While you go on, I might just see if I've got a note here that we might yeah. just be able to clarify that with.
0: All right. I will let um, you uh, look into that while, um, I'm, um uh, welcoming also with us uh, today uh, via phone, uh, David Delima. David, can you hear us?
2: Uh, yes, Nick. Uh, great to be with you and Tracy once again.
0: Beautiful, Hi, David. Oh, it's all good. Uh, David Delima, you're the director who is the director of Family Voice Australia for South Australia and Northern Territory, and uh, I believe you are somewhere in uh, Port Augusta. Are you?
2: I am in Port Augusta even as we speak.
0: Okay, beautiful. Uh, how is the uh, weather that is still cold like here in Adelaide?
2: Yes, it's freezing up here. The, it's, the sun is shining, but the wind is very, very cold.
0: Wow, I heard about that just a few days ago There was a bit of snow here in uh, South Australia In the Flinders Ranges and uh, here in Mount Lofty Um, I don't know what's happening with the weather But myself definitely I'm looking for a warmer climate Uh, If you know anything, uh, let me know I want to move (laughs) (laughs) So much for global warming (laughs) Yes, yes, yes Hey David, it's uh, very good to um, have you part of this program today Uh, Any news uh, in the pipeline?
2: Well, there are quite a few things happening. Of course, yesterday was National Wattle Day, and I was delighted to be able to share with some students from non-Christian backgrounds uh-huh. uh, about the significance of that, really the Christian significance, because of course, while all plants that spring to life from seed represent the dying and rising Christ uh and Paul makes this point in First Corinthians 15. Mm-hmm. Um, the what, them I think, is particularly valuable because it's the first plant to spring to life after a bushfire or a flood. So that reminds me very much of Christ, who is the first from the dead. Mm-hmm. And wonderfully, the, the wathom also protects other plants as they grow. So those were thoughts that I was sharing yesterday with students uh, and also had a letter published in the Canberra Times. Uh, they were good enough to publish my remarks and um, so hopefully many people will better appreciate that. And Of course, we've got Father's Day coming up on Sunday, mm-hmm. so this is a great opportunity for our culture to to recognize the, the value of men as fathers. And We greatly need a reformation in that whole area because mm. of the crisis of fatherhood, of, of single parenting. Uh, feminism has left women literally holding the baby in many cases. Mm. And we've lost entirely the way in which we used to train and discipline our young men to aspire towards marriage and to uh, see that as the proper place for sexual expression, which of course leads to the production of children, mm. according to the pattern of creation, so Father's Day is coming up. That's great. And there's also a matter in Queensland of uh, some concern just at the moment because the government there is proposing to Re- apply further restrictions to Christian schools, faith-based mm. uh, schools, and that's in regard to their ability, effectively, to to run themselves according to biblical precepts, right. uh, especially concerning sexuality. So uh, we have been uh, vocal about that today, uh, and and government really needs to get out of the way and let Christian schools and faith-based institutions run according to as they see fit. Uh, and parents, of course, are voting with their feet to put kids into private schools, and of course, there are plenty of independent schools around the country uh, which are which are doing well. And and all those schools need the freedom to be able to run themselves according to biblical teaching. So that yeah. is under threat in Queensland. It's a matter of concern yeah. to us and it's, inter-
0: it's interesting, David, that um, in the last. You know, a few years, uh, it's quite a bit of pressure on this to uh, reduce, you know, the um, level of um, religion and stuff in schools. And I wonder why, because, you know, uh, with the young ones, you should provide. Anything what's possible to shape nicely in a right way with good principles. With uh, not everyone is going to take on board everything. You know what I mean. But um, to leave aside some of these good principles on which nations were. Uh, um, you know, set up, and uh, we have those uh, principles even if we don't recognize it. You know, put it this way, uh, in society today, we may not recognize religious uh, values, but we run on these principles. And I'm I'm always uh, puzzled when, uh, when I see that intentional approach, particularly with schools where you can shape, you know, the young ones.
2: Well, more and more parents are choosing Christian education for their children they are very dissatisfied with the government system, and the private or independent school system is growing and growing. Mm. Uh, now, this means that parents see something of value there, and most of those schools are of Christian ethos, and that means that uh, parents uh, are signing up for something which is of Christian background. And mm-hmm. you know, the government needs to recognize that, and what the government's trying to do in Queensland is, is really say that, oh, well, uh, the, the sexual behaviour of, of teachers is irrelevant, except uh, in, in regard to scripture studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they would they would suggest that that maths maths can be taught, science can be taught, regardless of the sexuality of the teacher. Mm. But think think about this for a minute. Uh, students aren't so much interested in what teachers have got to say; they're more interested in the teachers. I'm watching very carefully those teachers, and especially in small communities, that they will be. Able to run into the picture in the supermarket or at the uh, petrol station or something, mm. and uh, the, the way the, the way the staff of the Christian school live their lives is much greater than the curriculum, and so it's got to be delivered by people who understand and live out the Christian worldview, I- including in their in their sexual behaviour. So the government just doesn't understand that, and, and I, I would argue not only. The, the maths and science teacher but even the librarian, the office staff even the groundsman and I've seen a, a groundsman in a Christian school really providing pastoral care to lonely misfit students that don't fit in with the others Yes, and so we want to make sure that all the staff are on the same page in regard to uh, Christian sexual ethics
1: And David, can I just add I think, you know our young people are so switched on these days and they can pick when something's just being sold to them and when somebody doesn't necessarily actually believe what they're teaching, Mm -hmm. you know, and so, you know, um, we've got that saying, you know, um, was it facts speak louder than words, Mm. you know, actions Actions. speak louder than words, Mm. that's what I wanted to say. And so, you know, I I, I agree with you, you know, I mean, if they've got a teacher teaching them certain things one day and then you know they see them in a different setting and it's com- something completely different well then you know I think I think young people are, are very much looking for authenticity these mm. days and I think mm. we set ourselves up for problems when you know we're just selling them something where we're giving them half the picture not the full picture
0: Yeah, uh, Interesting yep. what you said um, Tracy there and I just want to add also a little thing um, you know We may look at ourselves and if it's a setting like an education or uh, even in church, because we are talking today, uh, uh, David will talk about uh, God in the Bible and a very human church. You know, uh, sometimes you expect in the church everything to be perfect. Uh, That will be wonderful and uh, that we should uh, should look for. But um, there are lots of things going wrong. What I'm trying to say is that you cannot afford to leave aside the principles just because of culture, just because of the times we live in and so on and so forth, even with the fear that you cannot teach the young ones something which you may not practice properly, which is a shame, you know, when you don't practice what you say. But what I would like to to say here, in particular for educators, even though it's it's a school or in churches or whatever, that uh, sometimes you need to uh, teach what uh you know uh even if you don't have that beliefs put it this way i'm trying to find the right words but you have to teach the right thing you know you cannot just adapt you cannot adapt the teachings or even in churches now say oh but we live in this society this time of uh, in the the world and then i can water it down this or that no Teach it as it is. Then people will have opportunity to choose uh, the right thing. But if you don't teach what it is right, how do you expect people to to change themselves and have a good influence on them?
2: Correct. And what the government is effectively doing, unwittingly or otherwise, is uh, changing the culture, trying to change the culture of Christian education, so that we will not be precise about right and wrong with that biblical Christian ethics that will be tragic.
1: I don't think it's un- unwittingly, <laughs> and David. I think there's <laughs> quite a lot of intention in there. Yeah,
0: that's right. Hey, talking to um, David Lima, Director of Family Voice Australia, over the phone uh, with us today. David, before I let you go, um, because as I mentioned, we're talking um, the whole week we approach this uh, topic, God in the Bible and a very human church. And then we ask a few questions, David, uh, how do I deal with the cliques in the church? Or how do I deal with uh, immorality in the church? Is conflict in the church real? Uh, Can a church misuse its gifts? And today we are going to talk a little bit more about uh, why does love need to be defined? And I may ask you, uh, David, just a very quick question. Uh, um, Is it necessary to define love?
2: Well, absolutely, because the Scriptures say that God is love, and uh, we do not conceive of God as some nebulous spirit or some nebulous, uh, indefinable thing out there. But no, God is very precisely defined for us in His righteousness and His justice, His love. Uh, he's the God and Father of our Lord Jesus. And so we need to restore what the Scriptures say about love. Uh, and because God is love, it is certainly the case that uh, He understands what love is. And if we're going to love each other, then we know we need to know who He is, because um, Jesus in fact said that we, sh- we should love as He loved us. Uh, and Jesus uh, was was fully unified with the Father in that respect. So mm-hmm. yes, we do need to to sharpen up our understanding of what what is love.
0: All right, and then, uh, along with what is love, uh, how can we learn to love? you know I think that's a very important one too, yeah
2: very much so. Our entire culture, through the media especially and through the law, has taken to itself a notion that love is just a feeling, and you can connect with someone, and when that doesn't work out, you can just get a divorce and uh, you can you can just connect um, in an arbitrary manner, really, mm-hmm. but that's not what love is. And people think that's love. In fact, the people in Hollywood and in in our parliaments, uh, tragically, are failing in their relationships at a greater rate than the rest of us. So Mm -hmm. they're in no position to tell us what what is love. But we can learn to love by understanding that God is love. Jesus said we should love as he loves. And therefore, true love, and you'll probably touch on this, in your discussions from mm. uh, the love chapter First Corinthians 13. Yes, we're love going is to all that. about, all about connect, all about seeking the highest good of the other so um, that really turns our understanding of love right side up
0: shall we say. That's beautiful and it's important to to learn from the source you know you mentioned that from Jesus (laughs) Christ from God whose whose love is not just a loving God it's love in essence Uh, David thank you so much for uh, being part of this um, program uh, today with us Uh, may God bless you continue to um, uplift the values of family everywhere you go and represent Presenting uh, Family Voice Australia again uh, is good to have you with us. Looking forward to to have you back here in the studio when it's possible. Lovely, thank you, Nick. Okay, well, uh, guys, uh, just before we continue here with um, uh, Tracy um, on uh, Drive Time bq this uh, topic it's quite interesting. Um, um, Uh, Tracy, uh, God in the Bible, you know, you look at God in the Bible and then you look to a very human uh, church
3: Mm, mm.
0: and you wonder, you know, why uh, this is uh, happening. But we are going to learn a little bit uh, more today. Before we move into that, I would like to mention again that, um, uh, as we said at the beginning, uh, uh, right across Australia and probably even in some other parts of the world um, we have a week of prayer Mm. uh, starting from uh, tomorrow morning and um, uh, there will be programs run in uh, most of the Adventist churches all around the country but even more important, uh, our friend, uh, the host uh, here on the Drive Time program, Gary Hodgkin, which you may heard him, um, he's running a Zoom session every morning at 7 a.m. And uh, if you like to be part of that session, please um, try to contact uh, um, Gary on Aussie prayer Network at gmail.com. Is that correct one, Tracy?
1: It is, and I'll just give the spelling of that because we do have Aussie spelt differently um, in different email addresses sometimes. So it's um, three words, Aussie Prayer Network, all together, no spaces, and Aussie is spelt A-U-S-S-I-E. So Aussie Prayer Network, all one, at gmail.com.
0: Beautiful, and um, Gary will send you a link uh, for Zoom if you like to be part of that uh, for the whole week, starting tomorrow morning uh, at 7 um, in the morning, and that will go for approximately half an hour uh, to pray together. And um, my dear friend, you listening to Faith FM, this will be run by Faith FM, um, and uh, we'll love to have you a part of this. Later on, I may even play an ad which we prepared for this unfortunately Gary had a mistake there with the wrong dates. but I will mute that and I'll still play maybe the ad um, as we go stay stay tuned and be part of this program as I said a little bit earlier we would love to have you part of the program by sending a text message with your thoughts, a comment a a question you may have in regard to this topic God, the Bible and a very human church. You may be part of one of those churches which you may, uh, may have some Question marks there. Uh, share with us. Uh, we'll love to pray together. We'll love to share together and encourage each other to grow together in uh, loving God more and understanding what love is, uh, real love, not just a passionate love which the world is uh, picturing in um, as David was mentioning through movies and whatever is shows and um, maybe as we go if we have time I may just mention a little bit the, the different types of love which are described in, in, in Greek for example uh, in English sometimes it's very uh, limited you know when you talk about love even in my language we I can talk about love using different words but uh, today, here in the studio with Tracy Papandreou, we are going to address this question: Why does love need to be defined? And uh, Tracy, let's uh, let's start um, this conversation today. Um, what do you think? Um, does love need to be defined? I asked this question, uh, David, also, and if so, uh, why might it need to be defined?
1: We're so confused these days, aren't we?
0: You
1: know, there's been so much um, that's come at us over the decades um, about love. Um, So, I mean, Hollywood has so much to um, answer to with regards to this. I think particularly with women, it works on, you know, um, making us grow up thinking that, you know... um, Love's only right if it's, you know, if the guy's really romantic Mm. and all of this kind of thing and something's missing, if it's not there, yes, there's a place for that, but, but, you know, um, you know, the, the, what we see in the Hallmark cards, what we see in Hollywood, um, is sometimes depicted in exaggerated way, um, other times, uh, love is, is depicted in a way where it's really all just about sex, actually, mm, and mm, lust, mm. and really the, the the love is is really not there at all, and that can confuse people about what love is supposed to look like too. You know, the I think the more time you've had um, growing up in this culture, and you've only got to look back, at a movie these days compared to a movie mm. that was maybe prepared in 1960 or 1950 or something like that. And you can see there's very, very big differences in, in, in how things are depicted. Um, you know, to, today love equals well, lust equals love is what you're made to believe. Yeah. You know, where it's really, you know, you said earlier when you're speaking with David and David said it too, that if we come back to the thing that God is love and Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father,
3: mm-hmm.
1: then we know that what love really is, is what Jesus demonstrated right. to us. So there's just so much confusion, you know. There's the brotherly love. Um, and I think, you know, I think Hollywood has such, so much to answer for. But also, too, just our language and the way we get so sloppy with, with our words, you know. I love dark chocolate. Yes. And it's true, I really do. Mm. Um, but, you know, uh, we've taken away the specialness from that word, haven't we, when we will give... Um, something that's such a, a special and precious word, mm, verb mm. and we will give that to an object mm. instead of a, a somebody who is a special person in our lives. Yeah. So, yep. so yeah, I uh, think uh, that's why there's so much
0: confusion. And while you mentioned that actually, as I said in Greek, um, I think there are five types I mean forms of description of love. I mean just mentioned three of them which comes in my mind. But one, which is very important, we were going to talk a little bit about this more during the program, it's agape, mm. which is the kind of love, which is a sacrificial life, which is the life, the love God shows us also. Uh, now, when you start to mix that with the Eros love, mm. for example, mm. then you, 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 you miss the, the beauty, you know, of, um, of the expression of the love which you need to share and show and uh, impart. Mm. Now, is nothing wrong with eros? You know, to no, have that love between a husband uh, and wife. Absolutely. You would want a right. bit of eros, and, and God, <laughs> God put that in place. Yes.
2: Um,
0: or if I'm thinking about uh, filio, uh, another type of love, yes. uh, a, a love of a relationship, love even in family in between mm. parents and children, and you know, and again, that is uh, so much uh, dis- distorted. Mm. Um, uh, yesterday I was talking to a young lady and and um, I was trying to advise a little bit uh, how important it is to maintain a healthy relationship with the parents mm-hmm. because these days the young ones are taught uh, they uh, they uh, understand love only from a virtual point of view many in many aspects mm. and uh, they require required or they even demand some sort of uh, uh, attitude, you know, from the parents to the children, from the children to the parents. And sometimes they mix up all these things, those uh, elements of the sentimental mm-hmm. elements. Uh, but you see, love, it's very different. Even in my language, mm-hmm. if I like to talk about love, I can say, uh, um, you know, iubire, uh, for example, which I can apply to... Um, uh, to agape or but we can I can say dragoste, mm. you know there are two different words mm. which dragoste can can fall even into a intimate mm. relationship or, mm. or family setting. I, I like when you can use different words mm. to uh, to apply for what you really want to communicate, mm. and mm. I think that's uh, that's one of the things which uh, uh, we may look today into. Um, into the Bible and particularly that beautiful uh, chapter in First mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter 13 um, uh, to try to understand and define a little bit more the core uh, um, and, and a definition if we can of love because you know from agape love it's re- uh, reflecting if you like even the other types mm, of love mm, mm, mm. Um, doesn't need to be that of oh, this is separate than that and uh, you If you apply one, then the other one loses its meaning. No, no. If you understand and learn the true love which comes from God, then the other things you'll straight away start to see the value
1: automatically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. All right. Look, uh, as you just said, let's say yes. but as we have been dealing with um, uh, you know with the church through
4: the week through the week in, the yeah, week, yeah, in, yeah. in, in
0: corinth for example um, the problem church which uh, we know has um, yeah uh, traits uh, evident in our churches today yes. and we need to to be fair and recognize that perhaps we should spend um, a little bit of time focusing on how brotherly love should be defined. Would you be able to take us through a bit uh, of that?
1: Sure, sure. Brotherly love impacts all love relationships with people, not the objects, not the I love dark chocolate thing. Um it, it it comes back to looking at God's love for us and I think of Romans five eight where it said, But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners mm. Christ died for us. So you know, some people can kind of say, Yes, but you know, it's really hard to love that person
3: mm.
1: and we we need to always be pulling this back to Christ, uh, and and God, and we see there, you know. I mean, obviously that's an ideal, and some people may say, yeah, only God can do that, you know. But I truly believe that with the hope of the, uh, the help of the Holy Spirit, we can get great victory and, and transformations mm. in, in this in this area of our life, and f- and goodness knows relationships in this world are what really needs the transformation yep. from the from the Holy Spirit. You know, we're Christians and therefore we're called to model Christ. I think mm. sometimes we forget, you know, in our very name we show that we are those who want to follow Christ so therefore, we are called to model what he modelled. Um, I think of one John four nineteen. We love him because he first loved us. Yes. If someone says, "I love God and hates his brother," he is a liar, for he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he whom he has not seen? Mm. And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. So it's very clear. It's very it's very clear. And it, it doesn't say, you know, um, once you've worked out your feelings about it or anything, it's pretty clear cut. I'm, I mean, I know that God understands that, you know, we, we're, we're all on a journey. We all um, are seeking to overcome sin. Mm. We all hurt and damage other people when we don't want to, mm. um, but true believers are coming to God and asking for transformation in that area.
0: And recognizing and the the state of uh, being. Yeah.
1: The imperfectness. Mm. And, you know, um, it's not about, you know, we can say, you know, you need to pray more about this situation if you've got relationships with people that are not working and, you know, sometimes I'm disappointed and'm i um, certainly for those who are in my prayer group please don't think i'm I'm pointing at any any of you or anything I'm making a generalization mm, here mm. it's disappointing when you hear people say prayers like please god change this person mm. <laughs> you know when yeah. often what it is is we need to be asking for change in ourselves mm. you know I think God sometimes brings us Difficult people, in order for us to learn tolerance, patience, all of those things. We ask. You know, for those things to be developed in us. Yeah.
0: And why to focus on changing other people when you don't have power over them? You know, uh, that's but just you can, a,
1: that's just a recipe for frustration. Yeah, isn't and it? you have
0: power over you at least. You know, you can uh, do something. You you can change uh, uh, yourself with uh, with the help of um, our Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Absolutely, and and you know, I would just like to spend a little time looking at the love chapter. Mm. Um, this is a great chapter that was given to us by uh, Paul, the apostle, and I know many weddings uh, feature this. I know when mm. I was married, this was this was featured uh, at at my wedding, and it's because you know you can kind of when it's said at weddings, you can kind of gloss over it, and it's just like oh, it's lovely love, mm. but actually when you really dig into it. You see that 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 love is not a feeling; it's rather um, action. Mm-hmm. You know, it's decision. It's decision about you know I'm going to act this way towards another person, and
0: it's a way to be. You know, uh, yeah, mm.
1: exactly. So so let me just read that through. I'm going to be reading uh, one Corinthians thirteen one to eight. it profits, fr- profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. Isn't oh, that beautiful? Very, you very know, nice. It, it's something, it's certainly an ideal to seek to, to, um, an ideal to seek, seek to achieve, mm, um, mm. You know, I think yeah, we that's all fall down at different times. Absolutely,
0: yeah. and we'll continue in uh, Chapter 13 uh, a little bit more. But just right now, before I'm asking you another um, mm. question, uh, Tracy, I'd like to mention the offer which we have for today because uh, uh, I'd love to give opportunity to our uh, listener to grab this offer. It's a book entitled Life. Without Limits by um, Clifford Goldstein. Mm-hmm. And uh, you may heard uh, Clifford uh, on Fate FM radio. He's an author and a good, very, uh, very good speaker. Um, and he wrote this beautiful book, Life Without Limits. How would you um, uh, live differently if you knew that there was more to life than um, uh, what you are seeing, you know, uh, or uh, something wonderful was awaiting uh, you uh, on, on the road of life. Mm. Uh, you are not on this journey by chance, but for a special purpose. Mm. And I think Sounds it, interesting. it ties in very nicely, you know, with what we are talking about. Love, mm. love, and to show love and to understand, and it's it's not just um, it's a purpose mm. in life.
3: Mm. Mm.
0: And unfortunately, when we we are not loved, we straight away react. You know, it's,
1: it's that human thing in us, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I've said before, I like to I like to um, use the analogy of sin in us, like it's in our DNA. Uh, we know um, with um, epigenetics, the science of epigenetics, that even if you have certain things in your DNA, you don't necessarily need to succumb to those illnesses. Mm. It's about whether you your lifestyle triggers those things or not. So the Holy Spirit helps us to um Quieten down. Let's say the yeah. sin that's in our DNA. Yeah. You know, that's that's my analogy that yeah. I use. But, but we really need that transformation. Yeah, that's very
0: good, uh, wonderful, my dear friend. That book is yours today. Um, you just need to send us a text message with the code SA seventy SA seven zero, no space in between them. Uh, not to confuse our friendly robot, which may ask you a couple of questions, but. Please don't hesitate to send us a text message with the code SA70 for the book Life Without Limits. And this will be yours, free of charge, no obligation. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And we are back here. On uh, Drive Time BQ&A with uh, Nick Rita and Tracy Papandreou, today we are talking about why does love need to be defined? We looked into uh, this uh, topic, God in the Bible and a very human church. And uh, uh, there were quite a few questions which we looked at. Um, how do I deal with uh, cliques in, uh, in the church or how do I deal with immorality? in the church is conflict in the church real can a a church misuse its gifts Uh, uh, very important questions and you can listen to those programs by the way if you miss some of the programs by uh, uh, going to our app faithfm australia and uh, you can find those programs on demand you can also go on uh, faithfm.com.au if you like to um, to listen back to those programs Um, Alright, just before the, um, you know, little break, uh, and announcing the pre-offer, Tracy, you read from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses uh, 1 to 8. Now, uh, and you mentioned there about uh, love, a few very important uh, principles. Um, Can the love never fails sentiment Get us into trouble sometimes.
1: Yeah, because I finished with that, didn't I? Love never <laughs> fails. That's <laughs> yeah. that's part of what what Paul was saying. I think if misunderstood, it can really get us into trouble. It can lead us into assumptions about, you know, um, for example, my 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 husband, my wife, or my good friend. If if they really loved me. They would treat me like this. Mm. You know, they wouldn't do that. They, you know, and, and, and there is a tendency to overlook the fact that we're all on a journey. Yeah. We're all imperfect. We're all, if we're sincere, asking the Holy Spirit to make those changes in us. Um, but they often don't happen straight away. Uh, it's, it's a, you know, it's a one foot in front of the other pleading with God for change that, that, um, that can, that can bring about that. So we just need to give each other, you know, a a little bit of, cut each other a little bit of slack, I think. Mm. Um, and, and just remember that, you know, we're, we're all in this difficult boat together trying to grow into the ideal people that, that the Lord originally planned Mm. us to be when he knit us in in our mother's womb.
0: All right. Putting that in context, uh, Tracy, uh, can you give us some help in understanding uh, what true love looks like?
1: Yeah, um, there's a text um, that shows us that you can go through the motions, but if your heart is not purified with real and sincere love, it's all a waste of time. It it just made me, as I was saying, that it makes me think about, you know, when somebody says, oh, yes, I'm sorry, you know, and they might have said the words, but their tone said Mm. that that they really weren't, you know, their heart wasn't in it. And God is asking us not to just go through the motions, but to actually look. To be sincere in our love to others, so, you know.
0: Just on that, uh, yeah. on that thing, um, uh, I used to love that when I was even a kid. You know, to play with my, with a cat or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I used to go and give food. You know, for example, if I go to give uh, some food to the cat, and I'll say, "Eat." You know, you know, the cat will run away first, you know. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, it's a great he, example. You know, where, you know, our heart has to line up with what we're saying. 1 Peter 1, 22 to 23 says, Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit, in sincere love of the brethren... Love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So the things that that come out to me in that is, you know, that really talking about um When our souls are purified, that happens by obeying the truth. And there is an expectation that through the Spirit, you can see we're told through the Spirit. So there's no expectation that we're doing this on our own. Mm, We have, mm. we have the support of the Holy Spirit to help us to come into that place of sincere love of the breath what of the brethren but what the objective of that is is that we would love one another fervently with a pure heart now what does fervent mean it means very warm and earnest in feeling mm. ardent even hot burning glowing am i hot burning and glowing yeah. with my with my love for you know, my 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 fellow people in church, my fellow colleagues, all of that kind of thing. When when you really stop and think about it in that context, you know, most of us, if we're being honest with ourselves, will say, mm, "I'm still kind of a little bit far away from the hot and the burning." Yes. So so yeah, but you know that 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 text tells us we have the support of the Holy Spirit to bring that change. You know, right. We don't have to do it on our own.
0: Yes, that's very, very true. Hey, time is going very fast uh, today, um, talking about love and uh, all these things. Uh, but I'd like to take a short break here, Tracy, if we can. Uh, now, just before we are going to play a beautiful song uh, entitled The Way He Loves Me, uh, referring to God, I'd like to give you a bit of more information about that um, prayer, uh, week, the week of prayer, which takes place uh, all around Australia in most of the Seventh-day Adventist uh, churches. Just listen to this uh, and we'll, uh, we'll be back shortly. The song which I promise you, The Way He Loves Me.
4: Well, I like the way he loves me. I enjoy the freedom he gave to me. these things of oh.
0: back to Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A. We need Krita and Tracy Papandreou. That was a wonderful song by uh, Kate uh, Hollingsworth. The Way He Loves Me. Beautiful song. We are talking today about uh, why does love need to be defined? And um, just before the break we were... Um, uh, Looking a little bit in, uh, 1st um, Corinthians chapter 13 and also mention some other passages in the Bible, like 1st Peter, for example. Um, and uh, we are going to continue, um, Tracy, um, with, with few, more passages from uh, that chapter in 1 uh, in, uh, Corinthians chapter 13. Um, but wouldn't you agree that some people are more difficult to love than others?
1: Absolutely, I'd be lying if that's not the case I think we've all met somebody that's just Mm. You know, they're just a little prickly, just a little difficult You know, um, my mum has over the last couple of years Been dealing with a particular person Who God seems to have planted everywhere in her life You know, even her gym, she can't get away from her Um, But I've been praying about that And the last time I was speaking to my mum She said to me I think your prayers are working, Tracy. I'm really beginning to actually enjoy her company. Mm. And, you know, prayer can do amazing things. You know, um, in 1 Corinthians thirteen thirteen, 13, um, this is where that chapter, that love chapter is being, you know, summarized and, and, and closed down, yeah. off the pinnacle. And Paul says, and now abide faith, hope love these three but the greatest of these is love and Mm. so earlier in the chapter he was saying you know you might be able to prophesy you might be able to give all your money to the poor all of that you can do all those things that make you look like a good christian but if your heart's not Mm. right and you don't really love people then you really haven't got it Mm. you know um I came upon these words from C.S. Lewis today, which I found really interesting. You know, he he has some interesting writings. He was talking about love and how to love other people, and and he says the rule for all of us is perfectly simple: do not waste time bothering whether you, in inverted commas, love your neighbour. Act as if you do. Mm. As soon as we do this, we find one of the great secrets. When you are behaving as if you love someone, you will presently come to love him. If you injure someone you dislike, you will find yourself disliking him more. If you do him a good turn, you will find yourself disliking him less. So that's kind of him trying to sum it up really easily for us. You know, fake it until you make it Mm -hmm. is kind of what he's saying there and ask God to help you make it. Oftentimes we will need to pray. But as I said earlier, it's not about please God change them. Because I can't stand them the way they are. That's certainly not the kind of prayer that we need. It's more like, um, you know, God, please change my heart. Mm. Um, John fourteen thirteen says, And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And I truly believe when we are asking for God to give us his love for other people, his eyes to see other people. He he won't he won't hold back at all from us. Yes. You know, if and and if we ask, you know, tear down all of those obstacles that stop me from from being able to take up that love you want to give me. Yes. You know, he, he wants to, to do that. We just need to be conscious too that we're all on a journey of transformation. We have to be aware of the snare of the enemy too. Mm. One Peter five seven nine says, "Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour." So I truly believe that it's the enemy, oftentimes, who will use people within our sphere to to really try to get us off track from from you know having that sincere and brotherly love, and we have to have a plan of attack ahead of time. To know that, that, to expect that that will happen and to have ourselves, if you like, reinforced, ready for those situations that we're not going to take up that snare, that trap Mm. that he has Mm. planned for us
0: yeah and and he watches to to do that uh, all the time and as we know the enemy is only to destroy to kill mm-hmm. and destroy um but my dear friend uh, we are here also to offer you a wonderful uh, book life without limits by uh, uh, Clifford Goldstein and that's uh, an amazing book you'll love to have this one in your hands you just need to send us a text message with the code SA70 SA stands for South Australia and seven zero, no space in between, and this book is yours. Please don't hesitate to claim this offer, which we have for today. Uh, Tracy, we have just a uh, couple of more minutes uh, left here. Are there any other things which you will um, um, think could help us in practicing brotherly love and?
1: Look, I think we also have to be aware that there's an impact on people with their upbringing sometimes, you know, um, and their history. Sometimes if our parents weren't able to or didn't understand our love needs, we can grow into adulthood with distorted ideas about what love looks like. So again, we have to, you know, cut cut others a bit of slack here and there um, and, and really um work with the Holy Spirit to change us and and, and have that love. Um, in summarizing, I would say, you know, we need to decide ahead of time to love. That's mm. what God commands us to do. And Christ is our example. It's not always going to be easy. And if you need more practice, God may put you in difficult situations with difficult people. Um Understand we live in a broken world where everyone is struggling under the weight of sin and its burden. Everyone is on a journey. Realize that everyone has had different love experience in their life and this plays into how well Mm. they can naturally do love. And in order to fully live out the command of brotherly love, we must hand all our grievances and problems amongst ourselves over to Christ where you know you don't love a brother, take it to God and Mm. ask him to change your heart.
0: Beautiful. Hey, uh, My phone is ringing. Uh, I have some listeners uh, who may try to talk to us, but I'm not able to take the call. Uh, but dear Pauline uh, listening today, if you like to talk to me, I will talk in a minute uh, when I finish the program. But if you have a, a message for, uh, for us, please don't hesitate to send a text message uh, to us on 04888. 80811 and that's the number where you can claim the free offer also with the, with a text message there our time it's uh, up for um, uh, today uh, tracy and uh, thank you for uh, joining us and uh, uh, everyone listening there i hope that you'll uh, understand love more and not only understand but express it live it on and show that to everyone um, ev- everyone around you uh, we are going to um to look into another uh, interesting uh, topic uh, next next week, and um, that will be Jesus, the Spirit, and discipleship. And our first uh, question will be, what is a disciple? Now, this links quite well, actually, with why we talk today, because uh, to be a true disciple, you need to understand also the love of God and to put it, put it in practice. I hope that uh, today you are even more motivated to go um, an extra mile if that's needed, uh, to sort out some things in your life, to show that love to those people which probably are not so lovable. May God bless you, and um, uh, come back with us next time when we are learning a little bit more how to be a, a true disciple. Until then... May God richly bless you and have have a wonderful walk with Jesus Christ. I'm leaving you with a short uh, song here. I Know What Love Is by Melissa Otto.
5: Is and I want it. I know what love is, and I need it so. When I'm deprived, I get tired. I think that's just the way I feel. I know how it speaks, I know how it treats me, I know it's dark. tired i think that's just the way i feel wired i know it believes i know the hope that it sees i know it will give its life for me i know its voice and what is lovely to me though nothing's stronger it sounds like a melody and I